And welcome to another episode of Crash Chords Autographs. I, of course, am your host, Matt, a.k.a. Stormgeddon, and I am so excited for this week's episode with Ernesto from Modern Mimes. But quickly, before we get to that, I just want to, of course, remind you that you can go to patreon.com slash stormageddon to join my Patreon for as low as a dollar. You can help support me making this and other podcasts. Um, a quick shout out, of course, to my current Patreon supporters, including... MJ and Rob, thank you so much for supporting me. It means the world. And I won't keep you any longer than that, so please enjoy the episode. Gonna be me and you today, Ernesto. Oh uh, yes, sir. All right, great. I just want to make sure. Um, all right, so thank you for taking the chance to chat with me, Ernesto, about modern mimes and being on the show. I really appreciate it. Ah, absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. Um, so I guess the first thing I want to talk about really is the new album, The Gray, which just came out this month. Um, how long have you guys been working on this record? Ooh. Oh, this record, man! It, you know, it's it's been it's been almost a year. I want to say a good seven to eight months. Uh, we started back in February, and uh, you know, we went to multiple places. So we went to Texas first. We did a good four or five songs there, mm-hmm. and then started off just being an EP. Uh, a few months go by, and uh, I hooked up with uh, I hooked up with Rick Lander, who is a, a good buddy of mine now. You know, we just met him a couple months after we. Uh, started working on the EP and then we went back to and then we went to New Orleans and started working there on a couple more songs and then uh, waited for the mixing process and then uh, yeah and uh, the record came out a week ago uh, October 10th yep um, I really dig the cover of my own summer that you guys do um, I am a pretty big Deftones fan um, and uh, I'm curious what made you decide to go with a cover like that is that just a is that a band that's an influence to you guys oh absolutely man i mean i grew i grew up personally listening to death tones as a kid man you know um but but here's the thing about that that song it it started off as just being kind of like an idea Mm -hmm. that we were throwing around trying to figure out what what covers to do we wanted to do one wanted to do a good one and um you know i threw the i threw the name death tones out there i threw the song name out and uh the guy who we were working with at the time was like yeah you know give me give me a little bit i'm gonna gonna start working on something uh a couple days go by and he sends me this little little uh piano riff sends me uh like a synth riff and i started working on the guitars and then uh, adi started doing vocals and we just came up with that and it came out pretty good i think yeah and so how did you and adi get together well actually her and i we've known each other since since high school man Mm -hmm. and uh we dated on and off and then well, we got married, so that's, kind of, <laughs> that's kind of how we know each other. <laughs> and have you always both had an interest in music since you were younger? Absolutely, man. You know, I um, shoot, I started playing band since I was like you know, 12, 13. She's, she's been singing since she was about four. So, oh, wow. yeah, she's been doing it quite a bit. I, uh, you know, I've toured with other bands before. Back in uh, 2008, I was in a band called Another Black Day, and then I toured with a band called uh, Joan Red. I was in a band called Evolved Through Scars, and she did a lot of stuff down here in Florida. 
you know, she did a lot of solo stuff. And she she was in uh, some bands as well. So that's kind of that's kind of our musical history per se, I guess. <laughs> um, when it comes to the writing process, like for example, for the Gray, um, how does that work? Do you guys collaborate? Does one person tend to take lead and then bring the other person in? Kind of how does your process work when putting songs together? Man, honestly, we have this weird formula where we'll argue for about three hours. <laughs> so, you know, kind of like a married couple thing. So we'll fight about a certain thing, like a riff or a hook or a melody or whatnot. And then we'll stop and then we'll come back to it. And then we'll have, you know, either half or a full song. It's, kind of, it's a weird thing, man. You usually, it'll start with, um, it'll usually start with her coming up with like a lyric or like a melody mm-hmm. or something like a hook. Or I'll come out with like a riff or, you know, something like a drum beat or something like that. And then she'll hate it. And then <laughs> she'll hate it. And then she'll come up with something and then I'll hate it. And then we'll fight and then we'll come up. We'll meet in the middle. You know what I mean? Makes sense? Yeah, totally. I mean, I think that what's interesting about when working on an artistic project with someone you really care about is that there's there's not always a, un- uh, 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 a standard way of getting to the core of what you're trying to create. Sometimes you just have to toss it back and forth. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it could be a weird thing, man. It could be like just a grueling process. But <laughs> so, um, no, we have fun. And at, at the end of the day, we have fun doing what we do. And, um, you know, we put, we put the whole arguing thing aside. And then that's when we finally are able to come up with some concrete stuff. Awesome. Um, I really love the uh, album art for The Grey. Um, this kind of two humanoid figures kind of merging together. Um, can you tell me a little bit about how that cover art came to be? Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, here's fun. Here's what's funny. Um, our, our first album, we um, when we wanted to do uh, our album release, we did something a little off the wall. So we did like a, uh, we did it in an art gallery. Mm-hmm. So we played an art. Gallery. We got nine different artists to come up with some kind of concept art for each song. So basically, we sent them all one of our songs off the the first album, and then they they all painted what they you know what represent what, you know what it meant to them. Um, and one of the artists we kept in touch with, well, we kept in touch with most of them, but one of them just really stood out. And we said, hey, you know, check this stuff out, you know, see what you can come up with. And he came out with that. And it actually fit perfectly because to us, like the gray is kind of like the uh, like the middle ground of good and bad. It's kind of like where you go, like when you're contemplating stuff or like mm-hmm. you know, having some kind of spiritual battle. And he, the way it kind of looks, it's like these two people are like out in the middle of the desert. And if you look in the middle, there's kind of like this like uh kind of like another human being formed in the middle there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what that all came about. That's awesome. Yeah, I think that it's really cool when music can kind of inspire uh, visual mediums, especially if you don't give a clear uh, definition of what the song meant when you wrote it, so they can kind of interpret it as they see it, which could often be vastly different from what you intended. Oh, yeah, and that's what we like doing, man. We, we like the listeners to have their own uh, interpretation of the uh, of the music, the vibe, you know, the lyrics and everything that's kind of going on. And it's it's very interesting to see what people come back to us with. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Um, so let's talk about some of the mi- music videos that you guys have done, because uh, I get a sense. So it feels like the the My Own Summer music video is very much a tribute in like style and cinematography to the old Deftones videos, like starting with the black and white feel, which a ton of their videos had that. Um, what was the shooting process like for, for making that video? You know, we actually, um, it, it, it's funny because we had maybe a couple of weeks to prep for that. And mm-hmm. we all just kind of throwing ideas out and, you know, nothing would stick. I mean, very, very few things would stick. And then when we actually got together, we we're like, you know what, let's, 
let's just kind of put everything together the day of and see what happens. So we did that in a, in a day. So a good maybe nine, ten hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had the idea of like having like the uh, like the paparazzi style, like annoying photographer kind of going after the uh, the famous celebrity who is just doesn't really want any part of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's kind of where that that idea came from. And, uh, you know, kind of her running from the whole uh, industry and just how, you know, the corruption and whatnot. So it kind of goes well with the uh, with the death tone with the lyric, you know, uh, you know, come shove the sun aside. You know, kind of running away, trying to look for shade, trying to look for cover. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Um, what uh, What would you say some of your biggest influences are on maybe you personally and your playstyle? Um, also, I would love to know why you chose, besides obvious reasons, I guess, a double neck guitar bass. Other than having the versatility of playing both instruments, like, did you always <laughs> play that kind of an instrument, or is that something that you discovered later to work with the band? This is this is that was something that I kind of uh, see. We we set out to do something kind of different. We were we were contemplating the ideas of doing a full band, mm-hmm. and then we're like, you know, let's do let's let's kind of let's turn it, let's do something different. Let's see what happens with uh, maybe if we just do something ourselves. And you know, and, and I had the idea. I'm like, hey, you know what? I play bass. I play guitar. And I started, started looking online to see if it actually existed because I didn't know if it did. I know I know there's a lot of double neck, uh, twelve string guitars and six string guitars, and there's just a lot of stuff. And then I came I, I came across one. And I'm like, hey, check this out. You know, this, this would be kind of cool. And then, and lo and behold, she got it for me for my birthday. <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah, very nice. Um, very, very good move there, you know, points. So, so I started playing that, you know, and I, I uh, it, it was a little hard at first. You know, it was hard to um, to get used to. But now, it's all, now I almost feel weird playing a regular guitar, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, totally. But, um, yeah, as far, as far as influences, you know, I, I have a I have a very metal bra- uh, background, dude. I love you know I love Pantera. I love uh, the heavy stuff. You know, Dimebag, Zach Wild, mm-hmm. and um, I. Typo Negative is another huge one. You know, Deftones, the writing style is, is big on me. We always say things like you know it's not just certain bands or certain styles of music that influence us. It's, it's a lot of everything. You know, it's a lot of uh, art that has like that kind of feeling. You know, that kind of moves you mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, growing up, I, list, I liked a lot of dark stuff, dude. I liked, uh, you know, like Joy Division and like, you know, White Zombie and Manson and Nine Inch Nails and just all, all sorts of things, man, influenced us, you know? Yeah, totally. I mean, also, you know, it's funny you mentioned bands like Nine Inch Nails and Manson and these bands that were dark, but also some of the more emotional bands in the genre. Like, for every dark and angry song they had, they also had like a softer kind of emotional tearing song, too. And I get a sense of that in the music that you guys make like there's this emotionality and a spectrum of emotion especially in the new album that i really dig because you guys aren't just kind of making loud music or or heavy music you're making stuff that can kind of be very relatable and you can draw from absolutely man. and that's, i think that's what we uh that's what we set out to do from the beginning you know it, it we never really said hey let's let's be a rock band or let's be an industrial band or a metal band we just said, hey let's see let's just see what comes out let's see what our uh what our influences, you know, produce basically, and uh, it's it's pretty much been doing pretty much what you hear. So, uh, you know, we're very happy with it. We love what we're doing, and uh, this is actually the first time that I've done something that's not uh, the norm, I guess. You know, mm-hmm. you, you singer, bass player, guitar player, drummer. Um, you know, I'm playing a double neck, and we're, we're doing electronic drums and, and heavy guitars and uh, emotional singing and lyrics. So, it's in our heads, it's 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 unique, and uh, and yeah, we love what we're doing, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I I think that, 
you know, there's often a lot of, a lot of times, a lot of media want to put bands in a box. You know, they want to easily categorize it. And the fact that you guys didn't set out to like go, hey, we're going to be a heavy metal band or we're going to be, you know, a goth band or whatever. And it just, you kind of let your music tell the story and let other people try and describe what you do. Um, right. I, I was telling a friend of mine that I was interviewing you guys today and like I, they asked me to describe your music and I'm like, well, it reminds me of like some 2000s new metal, but it's also got this kind of goth vibe. And like they were really interested that I couldn't really put a pin in it, which I think is really great to have that diversity. Yeah. And it's funny that you mentioned that because sometimes that could, it, I mean, I, I find it to be a great thing that we can't even say what genre we are. So we just kind of go with alternative or we just go by what kind of people think we are. You know what I mean? Right. So, uh, but then again, it, it, it's 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 kind of hard because now it's like, okay, so what kind of bands do we play out with? What kind of bands do we tour with? And, you know, we played with heavy metal bands. We played with, uh, we, we've even done some hip-hop stuff. Oh, wow. Which is kind of, That's yeah, awesome. so I mean, absolutely. So, I mean, it could either be good or bad, man. I mean, I, when we go on tour, it's like, all right, who, who can we get? Like, who... who <laughs> Who can who can we play with? You know what I mean. It's it can be tough, but then again, you know, we we uh, we do find it interesting that we are kind of uh, different, and maybe we can stick out, or maybe we don't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, what was your decision? Because I love all of the tracks on the new record. Um, I just want to say up front that I'm a really big fan of it. I really dig it. Um, but what made you decide to make Stare the first like real big single for the record? We just, you know, and it's funny because "Stairs" one of the songs that we uh, we collaborated with uh, with our co-producer. He actually had a lot of that song kind of written, and then we took over it and we started working on it ourselves. And uh, it, it came out it came out really good. So we figured, hey, this this song is this song might be able to capture a lot of audiences because it's kind of like a if you listen if you listen to it, there's a lot going on. Um, especially if you're somebody that like dives deep into music. So there's a lot of, there's some heavy parts, man. There's some light parts. There's, there's, you know, some, uh, there's some guitars, acoustic guitars, light guitars, heavy guitars. There's some heavy synths. There's some good drumming on there. Um, so this, just, just the fact that there was a lot going on, kind of maybe we can express ourselves with that song the best, you know? Right. Yeah. I guess it's always good when releasing a single to kind of find some kind of balance between what you like and what the approachability level is of it. Cause you want to draw people in with that single. Of course. Yeah. That's kind of, that's, that was kind of the goal there. Um, uh, I see that you guys have a big record release party coming up. Uh, in another week or so, um, do you guys have any plan to go on any kind of tour on the East Coast, West Coast? Oh, we're in talks, possibly December, and then another one possibly in at the end of February. So there's a lot of you know, nothing confirmed 100 percent yet, but there's uh, we definitely have some dates, some tentative dates. Um, so yeah, man, just uh, be on the lookout for those tour dates, and ho hopefully within the next couple of weeks we'll have something solid that we can put out. Awesome, and. Um, I'm curious, so, you know, it, according to your discography, you guys had a record last year, Wake Up, and then a record this year. Um, yeah. Are you the kind of band that's constantly writing as you go, or do you kind of project and plan when you're going to release records? Uh, you know, it's funny, it's kind of a little bit of both, man. I, I'm i constantly writing, she's constantly writing on her own, and then it's it's just a matter a matter of whether we get together and do it within a certain time frame. Um, uh, on the next one, I think we might want to take our time a little bit. We want to definitely uh, try to ride this one out a bit mm -hmm. and get as, get as much as we can out of it. Um, 
but again, you know, you, things change all the time, so you never really, you know, I'm, I, I, we're always writing, so, you know, and that's that's one of that's one of my favorite things to do, by the way, is just studio work. You know what I mean? I love going to studio, recording stuff, putting stuff down, you know, demoing materials. So, you know, that's kind of the fun part for me. Sure. Yeah, I imagine. Um, I I imagine you also you guys play live quite a bit in Florida. Do you have a favorite song or favorite few songs that you like to play live? Yeah, man. Uh, well. Honestly, our set list has been kind of the same for the last year or so. So now we actually haven't been able to play these new songs mm-hmm. um, quite yet. So I'm kind of looking forward to seeing which ones stick out to me personally, You know, the, the, my favorite ones. But I really like playing Stunt Double. Mm-hmm. I really like playing from our old songs. Uh, there's a song called Apes and uh, Love Hate, which we did a video for. And then uh, we also do a cover. We also play live uh, a cover of Nine Inch Nails. We do... Uh, uh, the hand that feeds Ooh, and that's nice. all that's always yeah that's always a really cool uh gets a cool response and it's very fun to play you know yeah totally oh well, that's an, a very high energy song too so like if anyone in the audience is a fan of nails they'll like get into that right away oh yeah yeah we always have people like dude that nine inch nails cover is awesome you know just scream <laughs> like <laughs> um you're talking about how uh studio time is some of your favorite things to do do you have anything and I know it's tough for artists sometimes, but do you have anything that you really love doing that maybe influences you outside of writing or making music? Uh, man, I as a kid, I was uh, I was really big into martial arts. Like I love MMA, and I love you know. Go, aside from music, that's kind of another thing that I, that, I, that I'm really passionate about. You know, uh, I I really like train. I haven't trained in a while, but. Um, I trained for a good eight to nine years when I was, you know, growing up, and uh, I still have that passion for it, man. I still love watching MMA fights and UFC and all that good stuff. So, and I, I, I tend to hit the gym a lot. So, I guess that that, that would be um, the, the the next thing, you know what I mean? And it keeps me healthy, keeps me uh, looking so, sort of good. So, <laughs> you know, physical fitness is important. You know, you got to be alive to make music. So that's legit. But, yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um. Is there so you know you talked about being in a lot of other bands and that you've done other work? Um, is there any kind of musical elements that are not currently in the current two releases that you would love to like mess with, or other instruments that you're not currently playing that you would like to bring in and try out to have in in, in upcoming records? Oh, for sure, man. I mean, I, it, I don't know if it would be any of us playing it, but I'd love to bring like maybe some string players, maybe some. Uh... You know, some percussionists. Uh, I can, I mean, I, I played drums for a while when I was a kid. So uh, maybe that'd be something like live drums. Maybe that'd be something I might get into on the next on the next EP or the next record. And, um, you know, <laughs> it's funny because I, I, I play bongos, but I don't play bongos like I'm not I'm not that great. Mm-hmm. But when I do sit actually like, oh, my God, I'm actually not that bad at this. You know, it's percussion. Audie <laughs> uh, has a hand pan, which I bought her, which she never uses. But I sometimes around <laughs> with it. And uh, it comes. It's it's really cool, man. It's almost it's almost like it has like the steel drum sound. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think it'd be cool to incorporate that, man. It's just you know, with, with us, kind of sky's the limit, dude. We like to we like to experiment. You know, we like to do things different aside from just guitars, bass, and drums and stuff like that. So um, yeah, you never know, dude. You never know. Yeah, I think that's really great that you your sound is versatile enough that you don't really need to to pick a specific thing and you can kind of mess with a lot of stuff. I think that what's really versatile about a lot of heavy rock and goth uh, music is that they can gain benefit from all sorts of different sounds, you know, as cliche strings can be sometimes when you have a really dramatic or emotional song, strings do nothing but 
build that up and like kind of give it an epicness that it wouldn't otherwise have. For sure, no, I 100% agree with you. Yeah, strings are always really, really cool. Pianos are really cool. You know, even, even organs, man. If something if something fits a song or like a certain vibe really well, then why not use it? You know? Yeah, for sure. Um, how long? I I wanted to ask how long have you guys been this band, Modern Minds, together? Um, has it only been since 2017, or you get, have you guys been playing together longer than that as this band? I want I want to say we started writing back in 2014 or 15 mm-hmm. but we didn't actually set out to you know really play out and and do all that stuff till maybe i want to say uh, 2016 um and we really we, we started working with uh, some management and we started doing some uh, really cool stuff probably in the middle of 2016 early 2017 so yeah it really hasn't been that long but then again it feels like forever because <laughs> you know it's just so so much to do you know what i mean it's just a lot of work for us you know for sure. Well, and you're also, it sounds like you're both career musicians. So even though you haven't been doing this band for a long time, you have such a longevity of experience to bring to it that it kind of like, because I listened to the new record and I saw that you only had two records. And, you know, it, when you listen to a lot of music, it's hard to not have a little bit of an assumption like, oh, it's their second record. It'll probably be really great, but maybe a little rough around the edges. And like, the the meticulous perfection almost of all the tracks and how great and how um, well mixed they were. I was like, oh, this is, sounds like a band that knows what they're doing. And the fact that you mentioned that you both have been playing and writing and do, making music for so long definitely shows in the work for for your band, even though you're a relatively new band. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, absolutely, dude. I've been like I said, I've been playing guitar for a really long time, man. I've been writing music for a long time. Uh, my my one of my very first bands was in like it's almost a borderline death metal band. So oh wow, going yeah. So going from this, I uh, when I look back in retrospect, I'm like, wow, I've you know I've I've changed so much, and I think it's it's almost for the better because if you look at the music industry itself, um, it, it, in the last even ten years, it's it's just. It's totally different, almost unrecognizable, especially when it comes to like you know promoting and online and, and you know social media and radio promotions. It's just so different now. So, um, you know, I want to I want to ch- say maybe uh, my my style's changed for the better, uh, hopefully, <laughs> you know. So, uh, but yeah, man, it's you know, it's all it's all experience and it's all uh, it's all fun, man. I, I you know you got at the end of the day. You gotta have fun doing what you do, because if not, it's this, this whole thing's gonna eat you up alive. <laughs> right? Yeah. If you throw all your time into something that you're not really into, then you'll learn to resent it, and that's not helpful to making the art that that you want to make. Um, uh, so, what do you think the the next big steps are gonna be for you guys? Besides, I guess the record release and going on tour. Do you have any like milestones, like places you specific places you'd love to see, or specific bands you'd love to play with? Oh, dude, I mean, if if I had their name drop, man, I'd love to tour with obviously Deftones. Sure. <laughs> I'd I'd love to tour. I mean, I'd love to tour with Nine Inch Nails. I mean, it sounds a little far fetched, but it's yeah. something that I think would be great. I think their fans would actually dig us. Um, even even Marilyn Manson, dude. You know, it's 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 funny because I, I have to go back to my um my early ages, and I'm like, well, what band, what bands would I what I did I used to think I, I could play with, or did I really really enjoy back in the day that I was that I wanted to be like or aspired to uh you know to jam with or or, or anything like that. So yeah, man, and uh, I think we always have this ongoing joke where uh, yeah, we'd love to play a show like on an aircraft carrier in the middle of the, in the middle of the ocean. Nice. I mean, there's nothing more metal than that, right? Absolutely, and I don't even want—I don't even want people there. I want just like dolphins and whales and freaking, you know, just all 
fishing. And, and you'll need like a, like a drone circling you guys so you can broadcast it. Like it just, I can see it, you know, it totally makes sense. Absolutely. We'll do a live recording of it and uh, I think it would be awesome, dude. <laughs> well, I hope that that can come to fruition in the future. Um, yeah. Do Put you, my money on <laughs> Exactly, right? Do you do you have any plans or ideas? Because I know you both said that you've both worked on solo stuff as well or uh, other projects. Are there any other projects in the work besides Modern Mimes or is Modern Mimes kind of the focus for now? It's definitely the focus for now, man. We have so much work to do. It's not even funny, man. We, I mean, eventually down the line, I would love to put out just an extreme, just brutal metal album mm-hmm. where, uh, you know, just, and then Adi is always talking about, she wants to do kind of like an ambient thing. You know what I mean? Like, uh, kind of like a massive attack, Bjork kind of style. And uh, so, but, you know, that's later down the line. That's when we have some time to, you know, have, have a little more fun and, uh, you know, we have to do this work first. You know what I mean? Of course, totally. And I think that there's definitely a sense of, um, you know, uh, unique sounds within the sound. So I think that anything that you bring to the uh, the medium later can all, would always connect back to what you're doing because you have such a unique um, background that you're pulling from. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. Um. I guess one of the last things I'd want to ask and that I always ask any artist that I have on the the podcast is if there were and it's a little cheesy but I always feel like different artists have different perspectives is that if there were one bit of advice that you could give up and coming artists or people who are starting out or people who are trying to make their own music what would be your biggest recommendation or a thing that maybe you didn't know starting out that you would you would suggest to new artists um that's actually an easy one. It's not cheesy at all. I'm actually glad you asked that. But um, it's that make sure you 100% love doing music because if you don't, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Because this, this industry, you'll get you'll get your heart broken, man. You know what I mean? You'll get it's it's tough. You know, it really is tough. You know, there's a lot of stuff that you have to do to get out there. There's it's 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 a very grueling, long, drawn out process. So. You know, it's it's not always smiley faces and uh, you know playing shows for hundreds of people and going on tour and living this this awesome touring life that everybody thinks is great. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I would I would tell everybody just make sure you love what you're doing and at the end of the day have fun because if you're not, this is just going to become another stressful environment kind of job where you're just you're going to pull your hair out and you're going to be you know it's it's a lot of you know you gotta do a lot of crap basically (laughs) yeah totally no uh i couldn't agree more i think that uh something i see working in the arts that a lot of artists go through is they start out doing a thing because they like it but not because they have the passion to make it and you can love something without wanting to do it forever and if you don't have that kind of foresight or passion you'll burn out really quick for sure absolutely oh yeah you nailed it um, well, Ernesto, thank you for taking the time to chat with me. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm looking forward to hopefully you guys doing an East Coast tour so I can meet you in person. But uh, I really dig the work that you're doing, um, and I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with me. Um, I'm very excited to share this episode and your music with all of my listeners because I think that you guys are doing some really great stuff. I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for having me, man. My uh, last request is we have a saying on this podcast, and it's born out of um, something we were just recently talking about, this idea that um, if you are passionate about what you do and 
um, you continue to do it, you'll have a great life. And so the saying is music is life and life is good. That's the sign off for this podcast. I would love if you could say that for, uh, for to wrap up the show. Absolutely, man. So this is Ernesto from Modern Mimes, and uh, I just forgot the lines. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> it's music, music is life, life, and life is good. Sorry, it took me a second. <laughs> uh, music is life, and life is good. Peace, everybody. Take care. Thank you so much, man. If you enjoyed these interviews, please subscribe to this and the Crash Chords podcast on iTunes, where you can also rate us and review us. You can also like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Crash Chords Web, our Tumblr, and our YouTube channel. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to post in the comment area below each post. And keep the discussion going, because remember, music is life, and life is good. Hi, this is Victor Devon, and I am the host of We Burlesque the Podcast. Every Monday, I talk to fabulous denizens of nightlife, including burlesque performers, both seasoned and new to the form, drag performers, performance artists, DJs, and artists who make up their respective scenes. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. Please visit weberless.com to check out episode recaps and see all the formats available. And remember that music is life. Life is good.